as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For this is a story not of the universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Hiya! Welcome to DC On Screen. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. And today we are going to get super spoilery, talking about the season premiere, season three premiere of Lucifer. They're back, aren't they? I season three, man. I I can't believe we're three seasons into this show. It's it's a it's surprising. I thought for sure it'd get canceled, but that was at the beginning. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I knew last year it wasn't gonna be. I mean, yeah, yeah. When when after like the first couple episodes, I didn't I didn't know if it was gonna make it. Mostly because it's yeah. a show called Lucifer, and that usually doesn't go over very well. But yeah. um, man, those seven or eight million people every week are really keeping this thing propped up. Yeah. Actually, well, I say seven. It ranges from like seven to ten. It's very watched. Yeah. Well, I mean, not in the actual ratings, but this uh, this episode had 3.92 million ratings, uh, viewers. Oh. Um, Yeah. But, um, you know, they've been, Lucifer and Gotham have both been skirting around that that area. Mm. So, you know. But with uh, the old old plus sevens, you know, and the streamings, Mm -hmm. it's Mm. about ten million. It's been up there. Uh, Lucifer's doing better than uh, Gotham did in the ratings. Yeah, so Gotham, far this year, Gotham's taking a uh, taking a turn. Uh, but anyway, but uh, that's not why we're here. <laughs> no, you actually enjoyed this episode. I did too. Yeah, and right out of the gate, I want to say Tom Welling should have been on the show the entire time. Yeah, but. It is kind of nice to just have him come in, and I don't know if you've picked up on this, but it felt to me like he was just the official lantern hanger of the show now, where he just came in and like hung a lantern on how ridiculous everything in the show is. Mm, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> like, and oh I yeah, you're the crooked it. cop that uh, you're the crooked cop that didn't didn't really uh, got off too easy. easy yeah. Okay, cool. Oh, okay, you're uh, Lucifer's <laughs> partner. Well, no, he's my partner. Yeah, I know what I said. <laughs> yeah, it, it, like his uh, his double talk was fantastic. And I I actually really liked his uh, it, like he's he was great here, and uh, he did he did that thing he's that Tom Welling thing where like he portrays almost no emotion, and somehow yeah. that's the right call. I don't know what it is. I really don't. It's saying like it, you know if you watch Smallville, you you just get used to it over the years, and you start seeing nuances. But it's it's uh, he really doesn't show that much on screen. He just kind of it's there's something about the way he presents himself that makes you feel things i guess it's it's weird it's a very subtle thing yeah he's every time i see tom willing i am surprised at how how good of an actor he actually is it's because i I can't put my finger on why me either seemingly you know if you he just physically doesn't do much but it works yeah and you know it was nice to see him without the uh the roswell haircut Mm. Mm. (laughs) yeah um he is not aged poorly. <laughs> He's not. One. As as is also <laughs> pointed out in the episode. Um yeah, he uh he he was a lot of fun here. I like I like I uh, really like the double talk. Um 
I, just all the the brazen putting the foot down, like uh, you know, yeah. get out there, Esperanza, yeah, go get kidnapped, yeah, because yeah, I'm <laughs> I've got the most filled experience. That you're expendable. Oh, I, yeah, that was great. I laughed so hard when he said it. Yeah, <laughs> even though it feels kind of dirty, it feels wrong somehow to see Superman referencing how large his dick is. It uh, it, but it was funny. It was a funny little interaction. I, that, <laughs> that was yeah. kind of um, quick read then. Yeah. Hardly. Uh, anyway, I, it's, it was weird though. Like this is one of those episodes where um, I was happy. I was happy with the show, and uh, you know, if you've been following our list for reviews, you know that has definitely not always been the case. So mm-hmm. this last little chunk of season two, and seems like maybe going into season three, they've uh, gotten way more into the story of the characters instead of the story of the week, and it's been very rewarding for me. Absolutely. But I got to ask, how long? Like, do you want to start a betting pool on which episode it is? Where uh, someone finally refers to the lieutenant as, you know, he thinks he's Superman? Mm. <sighs> Matter of time, right? Yeah. Next week? I mean, it could be as early as or as late as three. Yeah. Oh, man, I laughed so hard when, when uh, Chloe went off on, like, her explanation to uh, to the lieutenant. Yeah. And says that she <laughs> she was trying to see Lucifer's thing. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, "Good luck with seeing Lucifer's uh, thing or whatever it was." And just kind that of was funny. Off. Yeah, it would the classic little great. Tom Welling eyebrow. His eyebrows do most of the acting for him. You realize? <laughs> I'm always too busy That's looking at that 80%. little glimmer in his eyes. Yeah, eighty percent of the physical action of that actor is is eyebrow related or eye related. Maybe it's just the the glimmer moving around. I don't know. He does a really good job with stepping. He does. He steps well. He steps and swivels well. So yeah. you get like a lot of good body language with his with his mood. Yeah. Yeah. You got to think half the uh half of what he does on screen is just uh someone capturing the the on on camera the the physical reaction a lot of people have to. That is a large man who looks like he has a plan. <laughs> I will pay attention. <laughs> like he walks into the re- it was a great speech. Uh what does he walk in say like I'm lieutenant whatever his actual name is? I don't know. I'm still in my head Pierce. I'm like lieutenant uh Clark Kent or whatever. Pierce, because Pierce is fine. Um, yeah, Marcus Pierce. Marcus Pierce. So he comes in and just says, "I'm Lieutenant Marcus Pierce." And then what is it like? All right, <laughs> he back just at walks it. Away. <laughs> he says, "Like go, and back to it and and goes." Yeah, it, it's, it was at that moment, especially with the lead up with the camera pulling up the stairs and going, you know, climbing up his legs and and showing the the motorcycle helmet and everything. It was like, all right, well, this is this is he, they're gonna have fun with him. I like that. Uh huh. Let's do this giant lead up to. All right, back to it. Yep. Alright, so um, I am a little annoyed with the... I mean, I'm fine with it um, overall. Um, I think it's kind of funny that Lucifer can't really cut off his wings this time. Like, they just keep coming back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like the uh, Amina deal thing where he's like, I'm not mad at you. I'm not, you know, I'm not mad that you got your wings back or that you cut them off as egregious as that is. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm just mad at me that you... Mad at myself that you didn't feel comfortable to tell me. I liked that. Mm-hmm. Good. Uh, they had a, that talk in general was uh, pretty great. You get to see I'm, like Aminadil's. You know, I have faith, and then he sees the wings, and you can tell his faith is shaken. And but mm-hmm. he he does he recovers quickly. It was good. It was a good right hook, but he gets back on his feet. It was a good yeah. conversation up there. Uh, and they have been one of the highlights of the show when they're really talking. Uh, what do we keep calling it? The uh, uh, celestial drama or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Celestial family drama, whatever it is we which. His face when his face when he figured when he when Lucifer tells him that he's never gonna see his mother again just 
Dude, DB Woodside deserves so much more in life. <laughs> no, he's, um, he's he's great. He's always been great. Uh, like he's just never he's never had an off moment in this show. Oh, and speaking of family drama with the uh, mm-hmm. with the therapist that uh, that you know Tom Ellis gets at a similar moment when uh, the therapist. <laughs> well, first you know hack my hack my wings off. Bob's your uncle, uh, and God's your father. <laughs> right. Uh, Great as usual. Love, uh, just I've grown to love this little character that stands up to the devil himself, even even after learning who he really is. Wonderful, wonderful development. But um, yeah, her encourages him not to be ration or be ration. Maybe think this one through, and then just drops the hammer. Hey, I almost died because of your bullshit. And he actually gets uh-huh. a moment where he's you know taken aback, like okay, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> I kind of saw that and went, oh, he's learning. Yeah. The character is actually moving. So do you? It's fantastic. Do you think he has? Do you think he's actually lost his devil face, or do you think it's just around Chloe? It's a good question. Um, I might have liked to have seen whether he could have shown her his wings, because maybe he just doesn't have any of his powers around Chloe. That may be where that develops. Yeah. Um, it, well, I mean, around Chloe all the time, he's always, you know, what is it? That yeah, you he's had that. So, but maybe so. he's, um, you know, from from all the evidence we have, he could still be kind of losing his ability to to exhibit any powers around Chloe, which would track if they wanted to go that way with it. Or it could be as simple mm-hmm. as, uh, um, you know, uh, God or this sinner man really is just pulling a, a switcheroo on Lucifer's powers for whatever nefarious yeah. or divine purpose. The sinner man, dude, going back to Woodside, like Aminadil's face when he mentions Something's the sinner man. Yeah. Holy shit. Something's there. Yeah. That was good stuff. I, I got, that gave me chills. I was like, oh, man, yeah. who's the center man? Look at Amina deal. Yeah. He's about to piss himself. It actually reminded me a lot of, uh, <laughs> it was a pretty similar scene, end of end of one, where the, the escapee of hell was uh, was mom. <laughs> like, the look of fear in, in mm-hmm. Tom Ellis' eyes when he's, he's just, like, chugging that scotch, thinking about, oh, God, mom's loose. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, well, well done on setting up the so, big bads uh, as far as the acting. Mm-hmm. So these uh the <laughs> the kidnappers who grabbed Lucifer, they were were they not just freaking, the hilarious. freaking hilarious? I laughed my ass off when that uh when that big guy got stung and and screams at that high pitch. <laughs> I, I won't begin to mimic that pitch. It was funny. No, though. thank you. <laughs> Made me very happy. Uh, and then the end when they're all like uh when they're all trussed yeah. up together and they're they're both crying. <laughs> it reminded me of the uh. The uh, Rick and Morty thing from this year where they were like, it'd only be like a couple of hours that it's like two weeks later and they like get in the car and they're like, no! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, was, it was just ridiculous. It was Oh, what was great. nice about that, though? Between him and um, whoever the guy is that ended up being uh, dead at the end. I never called his name. Uh-huh. I'm sure they said it. But mm-hmm. between... <laughs> yeah, between... That guy and those guys, like those guys are tied up. Like they they bring somebody in there. He escapes their 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 tie up. He giggles at being prodded with a cattle or like cattle. And um, yeah, cattle and prod. then he uh, like I, I I suppose physically restrains them, scares the ever loving hell out of them. They're just like you can almost see the top guy's tears falling on the bottom guy's face. Like they're freaking pissing themselves <laughs> like i actual urine at the base of that chair you gotta think right and and then you get to the yeah. the last guy and he's in there and like he gets so so scared he like a guy ends up dead he's so scared 
of like he opens the 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 truck doors and he's got wings and he's just like beyond frightened and then this guy comes back and finds him at his house and threatens him with some weird blade that he's never seen before and the guy's just down there like i don't mm-hmm. i mean just just bawling just like beside himself bawling and then the wings come out and you start seeing him look back and forth like hey, what's going on and it's almost like they had the show and then someone else directed those three characters and said all right pretend the devil himself was on earth and play it straight yeah, but it actually, I kind of loved it because it did. It's they were so scared. Mm-hmm. It's nice. It's nice. Absolutely. Uh, so while I didn't necessarily really get into the whole uh, Ella and the squirrel thing, it was all right. Oh, I did. I did kind of get into it. <laughs> it was funny, uh, especially the little the 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 almost completely flat body bag made me laugh. <laughs> that was good. That was funny. Um, I think I cracked when um when she thought that the squirrel was actually knocking. <laughs> Leo. Um, uh, more than that though, I loved her interactions with Amina. Deal. Yeah, yeah. She wants a piece. That was that was clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> See well, you sure. doing your handsome broody act in the corner. I'm not even gay. And I want a piece. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Stevie yeah, Woodside, yeah. man. Um, but no, I you know I um hmm, I love I have lost my oh, train of thought. It's completely. bound to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's I'll start a new one. Um, so sure, I they upped the ante a little bit on Lucifer using his powers. Um, let us recall mm-hmm. the kicking down the door shot. Um, yeah, that uh, the more of that the better for the show. Oh, absolutely! Uh, throwing the guy off the roof into the pool, which um, yeah, that guy's dead. By the way, let's let's do some some basic math here. That guy is is if not dead, crippled for life. Um, uh-huh. But yeah, still that aside. One it's of one the, of the conceits, conceits of, television. of television. You can throw people into can, pools from balconies. It yeah. happens all the time. You can fall from any height as yeah. long as you it's land fine. in water. Not taking that out on Lucifer. Not a, not a real problem for me. But uh, it, it was just nice to see him really. Uh, and I, I I just love it when he embraces being a super powered badass. Like I the the guy at the front of the at the top of the yeah. episode. I kept hoping he would shoot him right in the head, and the bullet would just bounce off, and the guy would pee himself. What we got wasn't <laughs> bad. Um, my favorite part was, um, <laughs> what does he say? Like, uh, what is it? What do you want, Mister? Sit out, bitch. Okay, Mister, sit out, bitch. That was good. That was funny. That was funny. I, uh, I, I am con- continually expecting, but still disappointed when they skirt around Chloe, actually find figuring out that he is the devil. That was my major. Like he's told you, he, my he's major the devil is that scene. over and over again. because uh, it was a little predictable. Um, not just not just uh-huh. that they would do a mislead having done the the you know the the phone call from last season's finale. Uh, mm-hmm. In order to keep the premise alive, there was always they were going to have to confront it, and it was unfortunately predictable that it was going to be a confrontation that resulted in him not revealing himself. But to the show's credit, they didn't make it you know a, a four episode story arc that she is betrayed yet again by his. Inability to really have a serious moment, and uh, no, no, it's a thirty-two episode yeah, arc. I know, <laughs> but I didn't want to spend like four episodes focusing on that, which is something that shows <laughs> have done in the past. Like that scene could have uh-huh. led to the whole thing, and they they had it wrapped up by the end of the episode, and that was I'll, I, I got to appreciate that. Oh. But it, it also, as much as I don't appreciate that uh, that kind of mislead, it did come organically like lucy's powers are changing and at least there's something there at least there's a payoff uh-huh yeah fingers crossed i don't know um 
Can I mention a couple of favorite phrases? I already sure. mentioned Bob's your uncle, got your father. Fantastic. Um, that's not uh-huh. ironic. More Alanis Morissette kind of ironic. Yes. Um, yes. And like one that, that made me giggle and shouldn't have, uh, double napping. <laughs> hey, I mean, I don't know. It seems a little too on the nose, but it just made me laugh. So I, my diagnosis That's must fair. be wrong, and I think my knee-jerk reaction of laughter must be right. Yeah. But um, I, I felt bad in, as a person for a second. When they mentioned that like, Snatched was a, a business, I kind of thought that would be really fun to run that business. Uh-huh. I don't know what that says about me, but it sounded like it'd be funny to do. Yeah, maybe. I can see it. It also feels like there would be like a lot of like legal, uh, legal, <laughs> legal implications that I wouldn't want to deal yeah. with. Yeah, it's not a tenable business model. There's a reason they have a, a, a nearly unhackable site, but um, uh-huh. it kind of sounded funny to kidnap your friend and and frighten him for a minute. Sorry, it's it's as far as pranks go, sounds kind of funny. I'd like the footage. Mm-hmm. And then you're gonna find out that your friend has some like kidnapping trauma from his childhood that you've unleashed and ruined his life because that's how things actually work. But yeah, or just a weak heart, <laughs> just anything like that. <laughs> It's like you you pull a prank like that, hoping, hoping that they have a weak bladder, and then it turns yeah. turns out. Oh, and then you, you I'm not speaking from experience, <laughs> yeah. thank God. And then you take what is already a felony, uh, and uh-huh. <laughs> a felony you'd have to explain your way out of, and then add what they call uh, I think it's like uh, felony murder or something like that, where if you die, if somebody dies in the act of you committing a felony, even if it's not murder, it's now a murder charge. Uh, mm-hmm. So you you've gone from felony to uh, uber felony, and your explanation is it was a joke. Uh huh. I don't see that working out very long term, but yeah, I don't know. I, you know, just you know, I would just trot in all of my friends and family for over the years, and they'd be like, "No, no, he just doesn't understand that things aren't funny. <laughs> he's he's he has terrible judgment yeah. with the jokes." Well, I guess he'll if have anything, time to think about it. Your Honor, <laughs> send him to in prison jail. for that, but not murder. <laughs> oh man. Uh, so thoughts going thoughts forward? Thoughts going forward are mostly around the Sinner Man. Um, I, I, they've set up some cool ke- cool themes, I think, with, uh, you know, if, if you could be redeemed, that means anyone can. Um, uh-huh. You know, uh, it's, they've got enough going on here that it, it could be a really fun ride this season. Could be, yeah. And I, they're finally I, playing as, with as it. put it the other day, I, I am a little worried about all these filler episodes they have. Yeah, just yeah. Around. Um, so for anyone who's just joining us, uh, there are four episodes that they had in the can ready to air last season, and then they were given three extra episodes, I think it was, um, to actually finish their run. So they went from like 19 episodes to 22, and four of the 19 were kind of bottle episodes that they could have aired anywhere, but they decided like, well, wait a second, wait a second, wait a second. Mm-hmm. Um, what if we use the entire story arc and really tell this thing? So I think some of my numbers are off there, but anyway, that's the story of it. They decided, let's cut out the bottle episodes, we'll add them to the next season, and let's tell our story this way. Which, uh, I ended up applauding mm-hmm. the decision to do that. Because, uh, you know, end of last season, they were really working on something, and they I, I think they really picked up a lot of steam. Um, as far as the overall narrative, it got, you know, wonderfully complex, a lot of fun. And it would have mm-hmm. kind of taken me out on a week-to-week basis to watch those episodes that essentially don't mean anything, except maybe thematically. So now... All that right. being said, what it amounts to is there are four episodes out there that amount to nothing except thematically. And at some point, you're going to see them. So if you get really excited about where's this show going, and then there's a week where they just kind of show you an episode, and I hope you enjoy it, but it doesn't have anything to go with the story going forward, that's what happened. It's going to happen to you four times. Be aware. This is your PSA. <laughs> yeah. 
so I was a little bummed out that we didn't get any Mazikeen this she was episode. Off bounty hunting. Yeah, whatever. Um, I guess that's going to be how they explain no Mazikeen when they have to. Yeah. And I was bummed out, uh, like I said, that Lucifer didn't actually show Chloe. She just really has yeah. to know at some yeah. point. That, Please, people. I, it's my, on, my <laughs> ongoing plea. I understand that that's the premise of the show, and that's one of the building blocks of the show as it is now. But I hope they turn a corner. And don't get me wrong, you can do this for years. Years you can keep a premise going like this. Like You can do the will-they-won't-they they for, for as long as you want to do it, but... Uh, I, I mean, I think a, a show really develops and, and grows when you finally take that out of the equation. And they could do a lot with it with yeah. if they did it. Unfortunately, the ratings also dropped. I, I don't know. I know. I mean, I know what you're talking about, but sometimes uh, I think it pays off in ways that are unexpected. Like, I might argue that the, way, the ratings might drop by maybe a million, but they tighten. The people that are left go, oh, shit, now mm-hmm. we're in it. Yeah, you know, I think modern audiences anyway, you've got about four seasons of Will They, Won't They in you before audiences just go, uh, screw this. Yeah, and Lucifer is a charming enough show, and I think they've gotten a lot better at actually the, you know, the crime of the week has actually gotten slightly more engaging. I mean, that first, the first half of the first season, Mm -hmm. the crime of the week was just rehashed Law and Order predictable. Uh, I mean, just (laughs) a couple weeks, it was just trite. I mean, you you saw the turn coming way ahead but i think mm-hmm. they've upped the ante a little bit especially like uh kind of toward the end of last season some of the um some of the stuff they were investigating was a a little more invested in the the real storyline of the show the characters of the show and then b just a, l- a little more fun a little more interesting yeah but what are your bets on uh looks like we're betting uh they they laid out the idea that like maybe it's god's plan and he's a mysterious ways thing they really leaned on that mysterious ways thing this episode and the center mm-hmm. man and a couple of the implications at the end of the episode also indicate it might just be a much darker presence. You got any ideas? You got a, a bet? Uh, I don't. I, I wish I did. I you wish I was that smart. A preference as Would to Would you what? rather this all be more of a God's plan thing and Sinner Man be a uh, kind of a middling few uh, episode arc? Or would you rather Sinner Man be kind of a big bad and they misinterpreted God's plan? So I think those are the, the alternatives they presented to us. That's not all that's out there, but I think that's what they were trying to trying to show this episode. I think I like the idea of them not understanding what God's plan is and this actually being a real big bad. I think I do too, because it does it, it allows for the possibility that um, if that's the case, uh, maybe God's not in complete control, which is always interesting, or maybe that involves a kind of a team up with God, which is also going to be interesting if it happens. But maybe mm. the center man actually requires God's active hand in this case. Hmm. I kind of want the center man to just, just be a, a guy. Man. Yeah. What if it's just like a guy that was uh, like a one-off? We saw him in a previous episode. <laughs> he figured everything out, and now he's back. <laughs> like one of those guys that yeah. saw the devil's face and has kind of recuperated and rebounded pretty thoroughly. Now he's going after him. Yeah. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know that I have a preference. Like I'm a little afraid that. Um. Anything that they do, I'm going to be disappointed. Well, sure, that's how TV works. I mean, they've got months to disappoint you. It will happen. It's it's a matter of to what extent. Well, he's, he's been cast. I forgot about that. Who do we have? Um, Let's see. What was his name? Kevin, Kevin Carroll. Carroll. Let me check this guy out. Two R's, two L's. That brought up an actor, so that's probably it. 
Okay. Uh-huh. And it says uh, here, Detective Marcus Pierce will have a history with the Sinner Man. So that's where our stories start to collide. Oh, good. Maybe that's going to be like a thing where they... Um... Oh, you know, they did mention that it... Uh, what's her name? What's the, uh, what's the lighthearted analyst's name? Ella. Oh, so Ella, Ella kind of mentioned that it was weird that uh, Lieutenant Pierce chose this posting. So mm. this, this should she did. maybe factor into the fact that the Sinner Man is in that area. And if that's the case, yeah. maybe, yeah, you're right. The stories do fold into each other, and maybe we get some hint that, um, you know, Pierce gets brought into the overall Lucifer story, which would be a lot of fun, because if he is lantern hanging, how much fun would it be if, like, on episode seven, we're talking right in the middle of the season where it's starting to ramp up to a mid-season finale, or even at the mid-season, I'll, I'll take uh-huh. that. Right, like, a moment where he's been slowly incorporated, and there's a moment where he turns to Chloe and just says, you don't get it. Yeah, I, how do you not get it? He's the devil. You, like, mm-hmm. he's not, this isn't. He's not messing with you. Because he is, very matter-of-fact, and apparently pretty observant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the guy's name is Lucifer Morningstar. How were you not already on top of this? By the way, I love that, where the guy's like, I thought you guys were <laughs> I thought you guys were joking with me. I mean, I'm approached by a guy named Lucifer. And, <laughs> and the chick from Hot Tub. No, no he uh, says Hot Tub High School. Um, and uh, Lucifer kind of, uh, like, almost a little angry with him, says, Hot Tub uh, Hotel. She wasn't in the sequel. And he kind of says, like, sorry! Actually, it was reversed. It was reversed. Hotel in high school? Yeah, yeah. That's right. But uh, the guy, like, yeah. is is afraid of Lucifer to the extent that he's like, sorry, sorry! And and it's like, sorry, I got the piece of trivia wrong about a soft corn porn. I apologize. Made me laugh, though. <laughs> a lot of the show made me laugh this week, man. I It was it was fun. They did a lot of the celestial background stuff. And, um, you know, the story's really going somewhere. And they didn't focus as much on the procedural. It was... This is a show mm-hmm. that I've been happy to abandon at times, but this is a show that I was happy to watch this week. Yeah, it's good stuff. Yeah. Keep it up, Lucifer. All right, I think I got it. I'm, I'm out. No, we'll what see you got? in about two months, buddy. Cool. Yeah. Uh, we'll catch up on uh, Lucifer coverage at the mid-season uh, finale. And uh, this is actually the first episode of, I think, like, what, three days in a row we're going to have a new episode? Yeah. Um. Yeah, it it would be at this point a boxing instructor would explain that we're coming at you fast and coming at you hard. Yeah, so uh, after this, we'll have our review of the Justice League trailer mm-hmm. tomorrow. And uh, then we have a, an interview with writer Joe McCabe, who has uh, written 100 things Batman fans should know and do before they die. So I, I mm-hmm. think that's going to be fun. And we'll forgo the news this week, uh, mostly. Save for, Save the, for trailer. the trailer, the Justice League trailer. We're going to let it compile. And, uh, um, New York Comic Con is going on as we speak, so we're going to kind of let that simmer. Yeah. So anyway, guys, uh, until next time, keep some DC on your screen. And, uh, you know, all the other things, the social media things. Do the social whatever. media things with us. It's fun. Twitter, Facebook, and all that. Yeah. DC on screen. See you there. See you guys tomorrow. (laughs) Or on Twitter. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) Our opening narration was from Dan Juergens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David Z. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band Future Elevators can be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Eli Ophelders of Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud and can be found on iTunes and Stitcher. 
We're a proud member of the Giant Size Team Up Network, GiantSizeTeamUp.com. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy and improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? Get the max out of your tax refund at iMart Express. With two pairs starting under 40 bucks, you'll spend less on the have-tos and keep more for the want-tos. Our quality glasses are made in-store by skilled lab techs that take care of your glasses from start to finish, getting them back to you with same-day speed. Get two pairs of glasses starting under 40 bucks or two pairs of progressives for under 80. Our prices won't break the bank. Your tax refund goes further at iMart Express. Me, 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 but also you. <laughs> the Pharaoh fast forwards his favorite foreign film. Powder donut. <clears throat> okay, what's my line? Uh, the only line I see here on the script is get options based on your budget with the name and price tool from Progressive. Oh man, that's a tongue twister, huh? I'm sorry, I'm gonna need a few more minutes. <clears throat> bulbous walrus. The bulbous walrus. The name your price tool. Only from Progressive. The owl ran afoul of the comatose coxswain. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.